Well, we're back. Woohoo! It's Christmas time. Does that song make you think of Christmas? Is that like, does that have a grip on you at all? Yeah. That movie is one I watch every year. Uh, well, and when I say watch, it's on in the background while I'm doing something, usually decorating the tree or something. Oh, okay. But it gets put in every year. That's good. Mavis Staples, is that her name? Lady that sings it? Yeah, I think so. Taylor. Yeah. We're getting closer. It's the 15th today. Is that right? 10 days out. 10 days out to Christmas time. No, it's the 14th. Oh, Gosh, I don't need to lose any more days and we're already losing. Yeah. Yeah. We're already losing days? Yeah. Oh, you mean between now and Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Christmas listeners, we're glad you're here for this special Christmas episode. So glad. Hey, last week I had on my list and I never got to. Oh. You know how um, Republicans, Democrats, like, f- perpetually fight? Yeah. And, like, they're perpetually making memes about each other, like, you're lot for free choice of vaccines, but not women's bodies and vice versa, like, all the things, okay? Right, sure. So, one of the things that I saw on the ammo list, I'm calling it, mm-hmm. was something about banned books. Did uh-huh. somebody ban some books recently? Um, I don't know. It was like you'll ban books, but not guns from our schools or something. You know that. Yeah, was. yeah, they're a banning. They have been. I think, especially in conjunction with like CRT can oh, be taught in th- schools, th- it's like. What would um, be a book you would block because of CRT, or like explicitly a CRT book? Uh, yeah, like so, you know, children's books that are sort of like about like um, how slavery existed in the United you States. You know what I would love. What I would love if we had a person who is against critical race theory on this to explain what it is that they see it is. Okay. And then why they don't like it. Okay. And I don't mean that out of like a getcha way. I genuinely mean like I think there's some differences opinions about what it is. But there's sure. But they um ah. Yeah, but you can't really have I mean like there is a definition of what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, if a person is against it, either they are, like, against explaining, uh, teaching people about the history in this country, or they have made up their own definition that is not actually... So, would you say, and I'm sorry, listener, I didn't mean to get on this rabbit trail. Would you say Chris, critical race theory in its simplest form is about telling the historical truth about the experience of black people in the country? Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty simple definition. I wish people I, wouldn't throw. I wish that people would use that more often. I do think that is. I mean, that's the only definition I've ever. I heard. watched Ben Shapiro and another guy debate, mm-hmm. and it was just way more technical than that. Oh, okay. From the other guy. Well, both of them. They were All just the using things. a very intense. Definition. And it wasn't under like you couldn't understand it. Just like your definition was way easier. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's I can explain that to people. Yeah. Um, Taylor. Yes. So they're banning those books. Yeah, and also in South Lake, it was an, an unfortunate oh, yeah. event. <laughs> yeah, you heard about this, right? Yeah. And the superintendent came back and was like, no, that is not what we mean. But it was like this woman said, like, if you have a book about the Holocaust, you also need to have a book sort of um, with the opposite view that, like, the Holocaust. The teacher said that, not the superintendent. Well, it was like... um. You know, there's like a whole level of administrators in between teachers and the superintendent. And so it was like, yeah, somebody from the 
the building, the Ed building had come and sort of tried to explain it and did a poor job. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that's that. Yeah. That's where the banned books are. Taylor, mm. um, you know, uh, more simulation talk here. Okay. So. Do you want to talk about, so what ended up happening on the. on the? Oh, yeah. We need to talk about that. Yeah. So we took a poll, my friends, on the internet. And we asked you listeners and Instagram friends of mine, I guess, uh-huh. if the simulation is real and there are both bots and, and genuine people in the simulation, yeah. who more likely is simulated? Myself or Taylor? Mm-hmm. And I think it ended up about 77% simulated me, 23% simulated you. Really? Yeah. But a lot more people thought I would be a simulation. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's like the three deceit thing, like I'm fake? Or do you think it's like I'm more of a character? And it's like, what did the simulation screw Well, um, I was at dinner with some friends, and we did actually talk about it. Because one of them had voted you. that they thought you were more likely to be a real person. Yeah. I was <laughs> Who is that? They're on my good list. Kaylee Davis. Yeah. But she said, but then the thing Special she said, Davis. everyone else was like, no, it's the opposite of that. Oh, so she read the thing wrong. So no, no, no. It was like. Um, not literally, but like she read us wrong. Well, yeah, she was like, he's so crazy that it's like he has to be a real person. and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whereas other people would use crazy as like a malfunction in the botware. Yes, that's everyone else was like, no, it's like he's so like um, far-fetched of a person. Okay. That like, like with your habits and you're like, you know, Mountain how much you get into and... things and stuff like that. Yeah. Like. That that feels like it has to be yeah simulated. Okay, we did get an answer though. I love that. I know not everybody thinks that way. I love having a live audience tell me to respond. Yeah, that's it. Okay, case closed. So I think it's right that like I seem like um I think some of the feedback is right that I seem like more of a basic human. Yeah. Well, and that's both, like, I don't think that's bad or good, right? Just No. Okay. And I think that's true. Yeah. I think you are a little more outlandish than me sometimes, especially in your public-facing persona. Yeah. I play a bit of a caricature on purpose. Right, yeah. And in the pulpit, too. Yeah. Which is a way I think a lot of people build a perception of me. Right. Taylor. Yeah. Um. Well, back to the simulation. Okay, yeah. Well, first, th- this is, um, I'll explain it in a real person phenomenon. Like, I literally know uh-huh. I saw someone take something on Twitter that we saw the same tweet and then tried to make it their own. Nothing turns me off more. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just, which is weird, right? Like, because threes are inauthentic. But I guess that four wing kicks in. And well, but burn. I also think it, like, really is, like. I would imagine some of it is like you being like, oh, work a little harder, man. Yeah. You know, yes. like try to be better. Yes. Not uh, a better person. Be yeah. better at like convincing people of things. Right. Speaking of, you definitely have a three on your hand in Wendell. Oh, yeah. I saw in his mind as he was getting ready to answer that question on his Sunday. His family, like, he, he wanted the awe. Yeah. And he yeah. got it. Yeah. But I think he would value the laugh just as much. Yeah. But maybe he knew the... F- f- but then he got outdone by the, the God-bearer, uh, Asher huh. Miller. Yeah. No, yeah. 
I think I think people just loved it actually. Oh yeah, bit. home run, best moment. They all of. did great. Yeah, and they were so cute. Yeah, and they had good answers. We had was, funny it, answers. It, it was so great that Zeke went first. Yeah, great leadoff person. I think. Yeah, and then Raina's answer about her dog yeah. I thought was so cute. It just like progressed perfectly. Yes, it was really good. Okay, but they're not bots. They're real humans. They are real humans. Here's the bot. Sorry, thing. yes, you're right. Okay, this is made up. Okay. Okay, all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And, like, I know a lot of Christmas songs. Like, I know Bring a Torch. I know some pretty obscure Christmas songs, okay? Okay, yeah. All of a sudden, everybody likes this new, not new, very old song. And it's everybody's favorite. But I haven't heard anything of it till this year. This is what humans do. They see a thing on Twitter or Instagram, and then there's, like, I'm all about it. No, maybe. Sometimes. No, this is what happens. But I also, I remember, like... Uh, I would say like what I don't know five to eight years ago. I feel like I watched Hocus Pocus every Halloween, mm-hmm. but also like I felt like everybody else had forgotten it existed. Yeah, see. But now everybody loves Hocus Pocus because you're in the simulation. Okay, you want to know what the song is? Yeah, I do. Actually. It's called In Bleak Midwinter. Oh, by Gustav Holtz. What are you talking about? Everybody knows this song. Nobody knows this song. This is the first time it's ever existed. This I year. taught this song to a choir. 12 years ago. Let me see if I recognize it. Oh, no, I know this song. Yeah. It's on the Mannheim Steamroller album. It's a beautiful song. It's I know. I like this one. Okay. Everybody decided to claim it as their favorite this year when nobody was claiming it their favorite a year ago. You know, yeah, that's really true. But do you know what some of it is? What? Sometimes you have a favorite, but anytime you talk about it, everyone's like, I've never heard of that song. And I think sometimes it's like a certain, when a certain age of people come to like a, like they have, there's enough of them that are adults that they have the sort of popularity vote. Yeah. Like when you reach, so it's like, you know, Hocus Pocus came out when I was like, I don't know. This is an interesting theory. Six or something. And so I, so everyone who is, you know, sort of around It's like seeds age, that are planted that sprout and mature. And then when yeah. they mature, they speak. And for a while, you're like, oh, every time I bring this up, nobody knows what it is. And then eventually, people start talking about it. It's a beautiful song. This song is so beautiful. There's uh, another song. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Finlandia. But it was redone as... Um, I think Be Still or something like a hymn uh-huh. it's beautiful it's oh, kind of forgotten I don't think I've ever heard of it I'll have to get the tune in my head I'll whistle it for you later okay uh, well there's Bleak Midwinter I guess I was wrong about that one <laughs> hey you know what I saw did what? you see where Charlie Brewer is transferring to I thought he oh he's transferring again well you know he transferred to out U- of Baylor UNLV or something right no to Utah Oh, that's right. And at the beginning of the year, the season was very tumultuous. And mm-hmm. they got their three losses pretty early on. Yeah. And by the third game, he had bailed. He had transferred out, so he saved his eligibility. Okay? Oh, okay. Which was then weird because guess who won their conference championships? Utah. And Baylor. That's true. <laughs> In one year, he left both schools. So then, guess where he transferred now? Um, I don't know. Liberty university charlie i know i mean i know he doesn't really he doesn't care about he's like about playing football but i don't know no it'd be better than that yeah also um did you see who transferred to texas like to the longhorns mm-hmm. no i didn't 
quarterback from Ohio State. Oh. I know. Isn't that interesting? Okay. I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. Wait, which quarterback? Their starter? I think so. Really? I don't know, actually. What a dismal choice. Texas? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, they were so bad this year. So I understand, bad. like, the, the program is huge, but... And I wonder Maybe if he was from Texas and he wanted to come home. Maybe. Yeah. Taylor, I watched this thing this week, and it was video, like a house video. A house of, video? Like, in somebody's house, like, right? So okay, like yeah. Footage of, like, a camera in your house. Uh-huh. Not, like, somebody with their iPhone. It was, like... Okay. And it's at night, and it's this lady who sleepwalks, and it's, like, just a montage. Do you know anybody who sleepwalks? I don't. That's wild. Sleepwalking? That's wild. How do you not die? Like, how do you not fall down well, the some stairs people do and die. die? Um, I was very concerned for her because she goes outside a lot and she lives in a cold place. She goes outside. I've heard of this too. People have gone outside and fell asleep outside then and they die. They like die of frostbite or whatever. Mm-mm. But it's just so wild to me that whatever the brain is doing, mm-hmm. it's awake, mm-hmm. but it's not really awake. Yeah. I, I don't understand the brain. No. At all. Mm-mm. It made me think I saw this this thing this week and I actually was encouraged by it. I liked it. Because not always. But it was, um, excuse me, you know, like um, I think part of the struggle to believe about anything afterlife is that we really can't have access to that reality. Right. But the whole thing was like a parody of twins talking in utero hmm. about do you believe in life after birth? Right. Have you seen this? Did you say a video or just a little... A thing. Like a comic? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Usually I find those things so trite, but that for some reason really landed really squarely. Yeah. Because it's like, how would anybody assure the twins in the utero... That there's something after. That they're... Yeah. And that they... With their cognitive faculties and their experience, that no, you're fine. You're held within the life of your mother. Yeah. And you'll be fine. And then like you have this birthing event that's probably painful for an infant yeah but like brings you into the world so is death right i thought this kind of beautiful yeah i've seen that and i appreciate it i think it's really well done because it's not like yeah i mean i guess like you said it's not super trite or yeah anything like that it's just a metaphor that worked for me they don't always do yeah and well Anna talked about sort of like if you know if mother is real how come I can't see right. her? And yeah, yes. Those just things. like this very interesting, like, well, she's all around us. And like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's wild. Very interesting. Um, I kind of hijacked my own conversation. I was talking about sleepwalking. Oh, right. That's why I really want us to interview an anesthesiologist. Okay. I really want to know how the brain can be aware, but not be aware. Yeah. Like, what kind of wildness is that? I don't know. I think brains are fascinating. They're fascinating. I have a, f- a friend from college, and he is a neurosurgeon. And I just wonder about, like, operating on people's brains. That yeah. seems that's wild, crazy. Everyone, uh, listener Taylor's taking a pill right now. I am taking a pill. She right got now. her wisdom teeth out yesterday. I did the the rest of them. Was that painful? Uh, there are parts of it that are painful. Um. They, I wasn't, I was awake. I was not, I didn't go under or whatever. And so that is, I was talking to my mom about, 
It's kind of, I spent most of yesterday like asleep just because my body was so tired or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of traumatic in that like you can hear things happening inside your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like uh-huh. trying to get that teeth down. Yeah. And it's like he's like the dentist is like pulling. And you can feel it. Yeah. Your whole head's moving. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, you know, they did a great job with the anesthesia and I yeah. couldn't feel anything in but the still, sense. still you can hear the crunching mm-hmm. and feel the crunching. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, but you and I are fortunate in that our wisdom teeth removal was not more than just kind of a in and out thing. Some people get the surgery and they have to have the gums cut up mm-hmm. and that's, that's really bad. But mine, I have a big jaw. So mine just came through and they ripped them out. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, um, it actually ended up being cheaper than I thought it was going to be because they like charge you for just so that like they always write it up as like a surgery in case that's what they have to do. Right. So then they don't have to come back and say like, it's more expensive than you thought. So it ended up being less expensive than I thought it was going to be because they just like came out or whatever. Um, Big win there in the fiscal health care side. Yes. Yeah. So. um, So that was nice. They're very nice. Uh, I like my dentist. Um, So that was nice. What do you see? Um, The dentist, his name is uh, Dr. Austin Green. Okay, I see Dr. Clara Griffey here <gasps> on the quarter of 25th. I've always wondered about that. Oh. No, I go out into Woodway. Yeah, I used to go to Hewitt's. I'm like, why am I going to Hewitt's? Yeah. I've got my own dentist to hop, skip, and jump from my house. I know. I've always wondered about and, that. And um, she's brand new in her career. Oh. And she's a woman. So I'm like, power to the woman. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I got my wisdom teeth taken. Or, I mean, the half that I didn't get taken out. I got them taken out yesterday. You know who else we should have on? Who? Sorry, I cut you off. It's okay. I would love to have a hypnotist on. A hypnotist? Yeah. I don't know that I think it's real. Like the like the mom from Get Out? I haven't seen Get Out. Oh, my God. I we think I get it. sad every time we talk yeah, about I, it. Yeah. If, if you can get it for free on any of my channels, I'll watch it. I think you can. Yeah. I'll look it up when we're done. But... You know what? If if sleep blocking is real, hypnotism has to be real, right? If you can trick the brain, if we can trick our brain into doing one thing through sleep, yeah, it's gotta be real. Listener, if you have a sleepwalking story, let us know. We yes, want to talk to you. about I would it. be very intrigued in that. Yeah. Um. No, I've I've never really. I'm thinking like all through my life, even friends, like when I would do sleepovers or whatever. I can't think of anyone who I know some people who talked in their sleep, but it always was just like funny nonsense things. Yeah. Well, talking in sleep, I've heard of. Right. I mean, this lady was up and like arguing with a picture on the wall and like, yeah, doing all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. So that is I would be very interested in that because it's it's almost like drugs, because if she's arguing with a picture on the wall, she's seeing something that's very familiar to her, but it's not. Right. Her brain's perceiving like a person, but it's not. A, it's not saying it's not a real person. It's a picture. You know, it's it's wild stuff. We watched um, Anastasia last night. The Russian cartoon. Yes, and okay. at one point, the evil man sends these like. I mean, his like m- magic is like it looks like little bats or whatever. Okay. And they created in Anastasia's mind a whole like scenario where she was like at the beach with her family. The bats did? Uh-huh. I don't and, know if I believe that was real. And then they... <laughs> well, probably. It was animated? It was, it was animated. But then they tricked her to, like, she almost jumped off the boat. 
Do you think that's what's happening every time someone sleepwalks? Could be. Or hypnotized. Yeah. Or anesthetized. We don't, we don't I told know. you when I had my appendicitis or uh-huh. appendix removed. Yeah. There was an ER nurse who told me after, like, he said, you likely got out of your bed on your own accord and moved to the operating table. Like, they just give you a drug so you don't remember any of that. Yeah. Like, well, what else would I do? Then here was a question I had. Uh-huh. If I committed a crime under. While you were sleepwalking. Or if I was under anesthesia like that and I didn't remember it, yeah. am I liable? What a great question. We should get a lawyer to I think they things. keep people pretty... I mean, like, if so, if you're being anesthetized in a hospital... Anesthetized, thank you. They, like, make sure... What were you saying? Anesthesiaized. Oh, okay. Anesthetized. They keep people at pretty locked up in a hospital. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't just let you wander around. You know what's funny? What? I mean, I'm sure nurses actually get sick of it, but I remember when I came out of my surgery... Mm-hmm. Like, I was looped up. Mm-hmm. And it was Sunday morning, and I was telling the tr- nurses I had to get out and go to church because I had to preach. <laughs> you were? Yeah. That's funny. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just keep you here a little bit. Like, You'll sure. be fine. <laughs> no, I got to get there. I'm the preacher. I have to go. I don't remember who we had preached I got a for you great sermon. I do. It was Dave Wilhite. It's the room over there. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, Roomba, we're just fine with you being quiet. <laughs> the Roomba is talking to us. Alexa, what happens to the brain when someone is sleepwalking? Do you think... So okay, first a, of all, that was really impressive. I know. That Alexa... We don't need to get anybody anymore. We'll yeah, yeah we're, Alexa we're done. <laughs> um, okay, so... Alexa, is hypnotism real? Alexis. Interesting. Can I be tried for a crime if I committed it while I'm sleepwalking? Sorry, I don't know that. Too long. Too long. Um I, there's got to be a court case. So what case. so what did she say about um so sleepwalking is like the part of your brain. It sounded to me like the frontal lobe wasn't working, like the memories and the cognitive decision making piece. Yeah, she but said the, that part was not uh, but turned the, on. But the um the complex interactions piece was. Yeah. So but you could like argue with a that's picture. That's why. Yeah, you could argue with a picture. There was a or mannequin could, actually. I remember <laughs> seeing um like a CSI or something or a criminal so mind. Surely this has been yeah like a about, Grey's Anatomy or something. Yeah. About like, well, but no, this was more just like interpersonal, like that this person, you know, a couple was married and it was like the wife went to bed and the husband stayed up and then like she'd come back down and they'd get in a big argument. And that that happened like a bunch of times Uh until finally somebody realized that like they were sleepwalking, that she was sleepwalking. Yeah, she had gone to bed and in her and it was like she didn't remember what he was ever talking about. Or, like, he wouldn't bring up the argument and would think she would, but she never would. And then if he did, she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what's unfortunate about getting old? What? I just feel like I never sleep deep enough anymore that I could wake up in that middle state of affairs. <laughs> it's just like, 
doesn't take much to wake me up when I'm up. I feel like, yeah, I really took sleep for granted when I was oh. um, younger. Enjoy sleeping when you're young. Mm-hmm. You can just do it so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of sleep. Yeah. Don't you have a sleep story? Well, it's not next, but I'll go there. Okay. I kid you not. I slept. I bet I slept an hour and a half. And that hour and a half was probably like three thirty minute. This is guesswork. Yeah, sure. Skimming off the top sleep. So Taylor. Yeah. I um have a day yesterday where I'm mostly at, up at the building working. Oh. I get home around four, check the mail, Christmas card season. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Going through it. I have You're a. You're never at the building when I'm at the building. Yeah, we miss each other. Is this a conscious choice? You don't like hanging no, out. No, that's me not anymore? it. I just work better here. So, oh, anyways, sure, yeah. um. I get home. I'm going through my mail. Yeah. This is likely going to be a sermon illustration. In fact, it was in the the video I just submitted for December 26th, that service. Okay. So I'm I'm checking my mail, and I get a slip that says, you missed a certified letter that you must sign for. Well, oh. it also includes who it's from. Oh. Huh. Guess who it's from? Your mom. The McLennan County Sheriff's Department. What? Yes. And I'm like, what? So I... um. I, I immediately I, I have the anxiety kicking in. Right. Like, why does the sheriff's department need to talk to me? Uh-huh. So I um I go to the post office listed on the back. Right. And they're like, well, the person who has this is still on the route. We can't get you. Even if, like, you tell us what to do, we can't get you this for however long. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, great. So I get home. Cool. I start Googling, which is like when you have an illness and you have WebMD. Right. You shouldn't Oh, do my that. gosh. Don't Google it. Why did I get a letter <laughs> Certified letter from Did the sheriff. Did it tell you, like, you murdered a person? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like you're wanted. So <laughs> No, uh, they would come get you if Well, they I found this to. out. So, But I did call. This is what made it worse. I called a very smart lawyer friend. Okay. And lawyer friend is like, yeah, I don't I don't know why you got that. Because I thought maybe it was jury. Even right. though I've gotten jury summons through regular mail. Right. Like, no, I don't think it would be that. And they're like, couldn't have an answer. This is a very intelligent person. Okay. That freaked me out. Um, so I was worrying and worrying and kept Googling and for sure I had, but anyways, mm. um, tracked it, found out where it came from uh-huh. and decided it was a scam at one point because it originated in Coppell, Texas. Nope. It actually went to Coppell, then to Fort Worth, then to my Waco mailbox, even though it was sent from mm. the, well, anyways, I got on this morning. I had flagged it. So it stayed there. Right. I have been summoned to a grand jury. Oh. <gasps> Yes. You have been? Yeah. I don't know what that means. If I try out, like I try out regular jury duty. Yeah. It is, it is like regular jury duty, but... um. What's a grand jury? I don't exactly it's know, like but... a big case? Is that what that means? Yeah, I think so. Alexa, what's a grand jury? Oh, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. This is why maybe this was certified mail. Yeah, it's like a bigger deal than just like jury duty. Just jury duty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Under both Texas and federal law, a grand jury of regular citizens is the only body that can issue a felony criminal indictment. So it just means you just decide whether somebody's indicted. Yeah. Well, but it also means it's a criminal case, 
Um, huh. And if the government is preparing to accuse you or your associates of a felony crime, the steps you take during the grand jury proceeding are extremely important. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a bigger crime than like, you so, know, so it might be like somebody's arguing over like a, a like driver or I like vehicle about, title or whatever for a normal jury, but not that this I hope it's about like somebody embezzling money. If it is, I'm totally going to let that person off. Why? Because I, I love heist movies. It's like, congratulations, you did it. This is so strange. Congratulations, you did it. You can't just let. Do you think though that now I said that on the air that's going to disqualify me? Yeah, I, <laughs> I. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. How. Depends on how much they like look into you. Oh, I guess. maybe this is me getting another grand jury summons. The door's oh, knocking. Oh, okay. Let me hit pause here, listener. Listener, I'm sure that you're dying to know that was the Walmart delivery person. <laughs> it wasn't the grand jury summons. No, it wasn't the grand jury again. Um, also, yeah. I got a couple of Christmas cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's I really notice when people don't send me Christmas cards. Okay. I don't send out Christmas cards. Hmm. I've noticed. Yeah. would be the point. So anyhow, I did not sleep last night because I thought, what did I do? Who did you get Christmas cards from? Just now? Yeah. Why? Okay. I have so many follow-up questions. Yeah. First, start with the Christmas cards, though. Okay. Um, I got them from um, Cerrone's. Mm-hmm. And then I got one from... The cans. <gasps> the cans. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah, great people. Um, okay. This is my follow up question. To which part? Uh the Why I would let off the um heist people? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. The uh why you didn't sleep last night. Oh, I'm like, what did I do that I didn't know was illegal? But what but like yeah, oh that's a great question. So like this is Lindsay asking this question, and here's what I said. There's no part of you that kicks in that's like, well, I haven't done anything illegal. I so. did do that. I'm like, okay, this is maybe the thing, but I don't think that would be like a summons to court thing. I My worst case scenario I came up with was a former UBCer who was disgruntled and had decided to sue me for negligence and some kind of pastoral care. I had a specific name in my head. Sure. That I'll tell you when we're not on the air. Yeah, I can imagine. And I'm like, yep, that person is just enough that they would create a suit and trying to indict me for something you can't really sue people for those things well i don't know the other thing i kind of found out if you have like a serious crime you're probably not going to get a letter in the mail you're probably gonna get arrested by a police officer yes and you probably know you're being investigated because they'll ask people around you questions and well and one of the first things that happens right is that you would get like summons letter legal notification yeah well that's what i was thinking though maybe that's that first step well, sure, but then even that is like that's just paper. It's not really that stressful. Um, and so. Sorry, it's Roomba again, listeners. Um, it's just so interesting to me that like you didn't get sleep. Yeah. Nothing I, kicks in in you that's like. No, I know that I haven't done. I think anything. that I'm losing control of my rational self. The older I get. Probably not. The older you get. I mean, I think it's just it's a stressful season. Yeah, I I could also imagine like right now if I mm-hmm. got something like that that I would I have I is I know I would have a harder time being like Taylor, calm down, yeah. than I would have like three years ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was easier to be like. Yeah. Also, the world seemed like a more rational place. Maybe not three years ago, maybe five or something, but. 
Um, but now it is kind of like I sometimes have a harder time talking myself down. So I guess I get it. Thank you. Yeah, I was a little surprised how hyped up I got. Yeah. But it worked out. Turns out that I was um, I was a just summoned to a grand jury, which Lindsay's very excited about. <laughs> Does Lindsay like true crime stuff? Oh, yeah. All the time she's into that stuff. Yeah. Kathleen likes it, too. I get scared. Well, I, I asked her about this one time, and, and, I, and I heard this repeated, I think, on an interview with Dax. Uh-huh. Actually, and um, who's the Duke lady that God's Will and All the Other Lies books? What's her name? Um, you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, like, Fear book? Never mind. Anyways, they were talking. She's at Duke. She's in the Divinity School. Yeah. Kate Bowler. Kate Bowler. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. But um, she was talk. They were talking about this and that for women, sometimes you're like mapping out what could be your fear. Like that's why women oh, I see. listen to true crime so much. I see. Okay. I did want to clear something up from last week. Okay. About the McAllister family tree. Okay. Uh, did we talk about that? Well, we asked how many siblings. Oh, yes. Had. Oh, yes. And I yes. guess four I was right. So there's Buzz, who's the oldest. Then there's Megan, who has red hair. Then there's Linny, who has the famous French line, you are what the French call les compétents, you know that thing? <laughs> les compétents. Then there's yeah. Jeff, who also has red hair. Okay. And then there's Kevin, who's the youngest. Yeah. And I guess the red hair, because Megan and Jeff reflect, um, what's her name? Catherine O'Hare. Yeah, Catherine O'Hare. Okay. So Frank and Peter are brothers. Uncle Frank, everybody knows. They also have five kids. Okay. So there's ten of them. And they have Fuller, who's the youngest. Right. Right? Who pees okay. the bed. I didn't know this. There's a third brother, Rob, who's in Paris, whom they're going to visit. Oh, yeah. Rob and Georgette have four kids. Okay. okay? And their oldest is Heather. You want to know a fun fact about Heather? Sure. Heather, only, the only other movie she got was Home Alone Part 2, okay. then went on to be an Olympian, Olympic athlete. In what sport? I don't know. I didn't get the... It looked like judo to me in the picture. That's cool. Yeah. So congratulations, Heather. I thought those were fun movies to film if you were like a 12-year-old or 15-year-old or something. Iconic. Um, So I just wanted to clear up the family tree for us because I thought that was uh, interesting. Yes. Thank you. That was very helpful. Hey, have you been paying attention to um, Steph Curry's three-point all-time record pursuit? (laughs) Um, only vaguely not, I mean like, you know, in that I know that it's happening, not like, yeah, it's the worst. Cause you know, like it's, um, Ray Allen owns the record. Uh-huh. He's, I think two away now, or, you know, two breaks it or something. He's very close. Steph? But ever since he, like he named, I, I can make 16 threes in a game like last week uh-huh. because that's how many way he was. He's like, I could do it in a game. That's one game. Yeah. And like, he's been ice cold since then. Yeah, that's what happens when you burn oh, it's, about things. Oh, it's sports psychology is wild. Yeah. I think part of his brain went to sleep is what happened. But also it's like the season, is it in like a season? Is that what he's going for? No, it's all time. Most three is all time. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So he's going to get it. So he's going to get it for sure. He needs It's just two. like. And um, he he's so much it. younger, I think, than Ray Allen was when yeah. he got that record. Or even his last three. So it's wild. Right. But um, wow, is that guy something, Steph? Yeah. Well, and it's like... Maybe the greatest shooter we've ever seen. I think so. Yeah. And really just sort of... I mean, the three-pointer was already taking over in a way that, like, it never had before. Mm -hmm. But I do think Golden State, like him and Clay, it really changed something in the game of basketball. It did change the game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Clay, by the way, has the uh, most three-pointers in the game record. I didn't realize that. 14. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, one other, th- two other things, and then if you have anything. Okay. Number one. So I do a lot of random trivia quizzes, you know, to keep my brain sharp. Yes, I do. And I that. did one on all North American sports logos. So you have to name every team. And, like, they take out, if the name's in the logo, they take it out. So you have to recognize the logo. Wow, okay. Well, I got all 120 or whatever there was, uh-huh. except for one. And I couldn't figure it out. And I, like... I knew it was a baseball because there was a baseball in the background. Okay. But it had these wings. And I, I kind of was looking at the colors and I'm like, baseball. And I'm like, I don't think I have said the Indians, Cleveland Indians. Okay. okay. So I just wrote Cleveland. Right. And it took the answer. You said that well, was right. Well, um, I'm like, what the heck? That's not the Cleveland Indian symbol. Right. So I get on a website. Two days before I'd taken that quiz... Did you know that the Cleveland Indians became the Cleveland Guardians? No. I didn't know that either. I mean, good for them. Yeah, no, but like the, the Washington football team, granted, I think Redskins is way more racist Offensive, than yeah. Indians. Yeah. But both are cultural appropriations. Right, sure. And I, I um, so maybe it was lesser news for that reason, but like didn't really hear anything about it. Me either. And all of a sudden... Maybe they're going to do a big rollout at some point. Like, maybe it was a soft Well, they have a new logo already. Opening. Yeah. And my quiz had already updated it, which was wild. That is wild. Like, two days later. I feel like you hear about those things normally. Yeah. Like, they're kind of a big deal or whatever. So, the Cleveland Guardians. I think Guardians is a cool... Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, yeah. And it should have some longevity. Yeah. Unless we find some aliens eventually who are, you know... Offended? Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then here's my last thing. Okay. This is just kind of my statement. <laughs> I don't mean anything by it. Okay. Does it kind of seem to you like, is Joe Biden still president? Yeah, I know. I don't ever hear about him. I know, but I sort of love that. Well, I it means enjoy he's not, not hearing about controversy, it. but I also wonder if it's like my feed thing too, right? But I also, you're what? My feed. Oh. I hear more about Kamala Harris than do Joe Biden. Uh, that is interesting because right now there's a big thing going on about how Kamala Harris doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what I'm hearing. Okay. Um, I did see a tweet a couple weeks ago that was like, you know, Joe Biden amassed a gigantic force of like, um, uh, I can't remember what, who all it was at this point, but like all these people groups that voted for him that were like different that, you know, like that were not, don't necessarily have things in common or whatever. And it was like such a massive like win to like, Get all these people to vote for him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the end of the tweet was like, and then miraculously he has let every single one of those groups down. <laughs> and it just was really funny because um, it just, you know, I, I don't know, hasn't been as effective of a presidency so far as I think people hoped it would be. Well, I didn't think it was going to be effective. Yeah, I, I feel like you gave voice to that. I feel like it was, here's the... Most electable, least offensive Democrat candidate. God help us. Let's just get somebody in office. Yeah. I mean, because he's basically, I mean, he's, I've seen a lot of people like say like in any country in Europe, Joe Biden would be in the conservative party. Hmm. Um, so. Yeah. I don't know enough about foreign politics to that, but he also, though, he spent some money. Yeah. Well, they did just pass a gigantic military budget, which happens every year. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. would, did I wish it didn't? Yeah, but. 
Okay. It did. So. Taylor, do you have anything for us? Well, I just wanted to say that we had the fifth and sixth grade Christmas party. Oh, yeah. And it was so fun. I'm I just, sure. I love. That has been the most fun thing of like. Fifth and sixth graders? Yeah. Yeah, good people. Of like this year. It's just been so fun to put them, to like see, to like get to be with them every week and hear the things they say and, and i know your group you've got some winners in oh winners yeah and we did a <laughs> we did a gingerbread house competition mm-hmm. and they well they are just really bad at making gingerbread houses <laughs> so nobody had anything that stood that like stayed up but they well except they did build Sort of like structures that were not houses. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like everything was like three sided, kind of or whatever. Yeah. But it was really fun. Um, Taylor's gonna put them on. We're gonna vote on the UBC oh, Instagram cool. to see who won. I like that. And so I'm excited. You know, what I just had a thought. Wouldn't it be funny if the fifth and sixth grade group was the leadership team? Yes, it would be hysterical. Because we got Lily, Kate. Yeah. Hazel. Yeah. Fallon Sandoval. Yeah. Um, Bradus. Yeah. Eli, uh-huh. Mabel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Ethan brought us so funny to me um, because sometimes when you're around him, it's like he's somebody's like 58 year old uncle. He okay. like, first of all, he's obsessed with like World War Two. <laughs> him and Tom Hanks. Yeah. And then he um, he really just does like know a lot about sports like he talks about sports like an old man. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's funny. And so I, I think he's, he's and so he can funny. roll with Eli, who's just like into Harry Potter. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. He's not like. Yeah, sometimes those kids who are like developmentally different can yeah. just get annoyed by people who talk they're about lesser all things. They're great, and they're just so funny, and even like, um, so you know, we're like a year and a half into this group or whatever, and even Holland Harp sometimes like somebody said something the other day, and she was like. That is weird. And oh, I was yeah, Holland too. Yeah. It just was like she's really coming into her own and ugh. I just it's been so, so fun. Well, I'm glad that that's been such a bright spot for you. Yeah, and we watched Home Alone too. Okay. Which is a good one. They said it was the best one. It is a good one. They for they forbid us watching the new one. Okay. They said they knew that one was bad. They didn't like it? No. That's what they said. No, they're it's also great. And oh, is it? We almost watched it last night. We watched Anastasia instead. Well, that's a great Christmas movie. Um, Anastasia. Yeah, it was a joke. I know. And then I don't remember. Oh, Home Alone three. They also said no, no, no. And then they said they liked two better than one because it's in New York. Oh, okay. No. Well, New York is dreamy. Yeah. Duncan's Toy Chest and the Rockefeller Center. Yes, that's what Lily Kate sat next to me, and she was just kind of like. When they were in the Duncan's Toy Chest, she was like, I just wish that this place, like, I could go there. Hmm. And so yeah. it seemed... Maybe we can do a fifth, sixth grade trip to New York City for Christmas. Of course. Put that in the budget. Okay, next Christmas? Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Guess what time it is. Time for our sponsor. Nope. Oh, no. Doot, 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 doot. <laughs> time for a quiz. Quiz time. Yes, quiz oh, time. Oh, you didn't do it the same. Last oh, week last week we did it the same time. Doot, 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 doot. Quiz time! time. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what this week's... Ki- it's similar to yours, but it's focused. Okay. It's a combination of Christmas and musicals. 
This is the ultimate white Christmas quiz. (gasps) Okay. All right. This first question is obscure. Okay. What body part of Judy was always covered by her costumes and clothing in the movie? So obviously a lot of her, but this is like unique. Judy. Yep. Uh, like her collarbone or something? You're close. Um, her neck. Her neck. Her neck's always covered. Okay. Okay. Uh, what year was White Christmas released? Oh. 50. Yes. Seven. Lower. Five. Lower. Three. Higher. Four. Yes. 1954. Who portrayed Bob Wallace? Bob Wallace was... Oh. Wait, I don't know. Bing Crosby. Ah, that's what I was going to say, but I was nervous. Okay. What was missing when Bob, Judy, Betty, and Phil arrived in Vermont? People. Snow. 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 Okay. But also Okay, this is really weird. Also people, though. Like, okay, so the question I just what year did it come out? What year was the movie released in the U.S.? 1954. Yeah, okay. And then here's the next question. Bing Crosby plays what character? Bob Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, maybe this is an amalgamation of quizzes. Yeah. Um, what is the name of the club where Bob and Phil see Betty and Judy for the first time? That's a tough one. The club? Yeah, where they sing Sisters. Sisters. Um... Uh, I don't know. Novellos. Novellos. Yeah. Okay, I'm skipping this next one because it's so redundant. Okay, mm-hmm. what show did Bob go on to invite the old military unit of General General Waverly? Um, the was it Johnny Carson? Close. That's kind of a thing, but not Johnny Carson. Uh, oh, I don't know the Jim Stewart show. Um, the Ed Harrison show. The Ed Harrison show. Okay, here's a tricky one. Okay. In which movie did the song White Christmas first appear? It's very close if you know the history of yeah, uh, same venue it was re- recorded in. Like the Holiday Inn or yes, something? Yes, very yeah. good. Who was the housekeeper, or no, who was the busybody housekeeper that worked for General Waverly? I can see her. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She looks like olive oil. Okay. What's um, her name? Emma. Emma. What is the name of the resort that Bob, Phil, Betty, and Judy stay at? I wouldn't have known this. The Snow Resort. The or the Columbia Inn. The Columbia Inn. Yeah. Hmm. The actress who played the part of Betty has a famous nephew. What is his name? George Clooney. Yes. Um. Skip that one. <laughs> well, this one you get. How are Judy and Betty related? Judy and Betty. Oh, they're sisters. Yeah. Sorry. What state is the resort in? Vermont. Yep. In the movie, what is the name of Bob and Phil's musical team? Wallace and Davis. Yep. Okay, there's a two. Let's see if there's more questions. Okay. Okay. That is redundant. Uh-huh. Uh, that is literally the same question. Oh, what war did General Waverly, Phil, and Bob serve in together? General Waverly, Phil, and Bob. Um, World War Two. 
Yes. Uh-huh. Um, okay, do you know this? Where did Bob, Phil, Betty, and Judy meet? What state? I, I feel like it was like Florida or yes. something. <gasps> yes. Yes. Got it. Um, this is weird how redundant this is. Yeah. Which person did not actually sing any of their performed songs? Um, I think Rosemary Clooney. No. Oh, no. I know. The other one. Yeah. She was a dancer, not a yeah, singer. Yeah, and she is definitely yeah. highlighted for her dancing. Yeah. She has a tragic story. I ever... know. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, that one's redundant. That is redundant. Who wrote White Christmas, the song? Irving Berlin? Yep. Um. I do like Oh, that. I didn't know this. Which song from the film was nominated for an Oscar? Mm, interesting. Okay, it has options. You ready? Yes. Sisters, Love You Didn't Do Right By Me, mm-hmm. Count Your Blessings Instead of Sheep, and Snow. Mm, love You Didn't Do Right By Me. Nope, it was Count Your Blessings Instead of Sheep. Oh, that was the, I was deciding between those. Do you know what rank Bing Crosby's character reached in the army? I don't. Um, major? I don't really know. Just below ranks. that. Um, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. Captain. Captain. And here's our answer to the other thing. Who provided Vera Ellen's singing voice? So Judas singing voice. What a great question. I wouldn't have known this. Okay, who is it? The ultimate listener. If you're a listener and you knew this, you're the ultimate winner. It was Trudy Stevens. Ooh. You know what's interesting? What? That's kind of the um, the subplot of Singing in the Rain. The um, uh, person singing? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that was inspired at all. Mm. I think it used to be a thing that people just did. Alexa, when did Singing in the Rain come out? Uh, two years before. Yeah. So that doesn't work. No. Okay. Well, Taylor, guess what time it is. Now it's time for a sponsor? Yep. Time for a word from our sponsor. Yes. Taylor. Yeah. Guess where I get one-of-a-kind, Waco-made, high-artesian, state-of-the-art crafts for Christmas presents? My gosh. Sounds so great. I don't even know. The only place I can get those in Waco is at Harp Design Co. Woo! Look at those candlesticks over there on that shelf, about four up. Harp Design Co. Harp Design Co. Handcrafted, yeah. spun on the spinner trill thing. Uh huh. What do you call those? Um, they have a, a, name. a lathe. Lathe. Yes, thank you. World class candles, tables. Yeah. Artsy, locally sourced artist products for uh-huh. the very best Christmas gift experience. Yeah. We recommend. You go to Harp Design Co. Wholeheartedly recommend. They are located at 808 North 15th Street with a great showroom that'll make lift your spirits and make them bright. Yeah. Or if you're just wondering what they might have, you can peruse online. Or yeah. give them a call at 254-230-2054. That's 254-230-2054. But my goodness, make somebody's Christmas merry and bright. Get them something that only Clint could have made at yes. Harp Design Co. <laughs> And we're back. We're back. Well, guess what today's topic is? Christmas. Christmas. Christmas time is here. here. Do you like that one? Do you like the uh, peanuts? Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't. I don't think I watch it every year, but I do like the vibes. I think the vibes are very good. Yeah, good vibes. Good, 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 good vibrations. Good vibes are important to me. Okay, here's what I wanted to start with. Okay. Give me a, a impromptu list of your top ten favorite Christmas movies. Movies? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I do. I would okay. like you to go first. This is in no particular order. Okay. Christmas Vacation. Okay. The animated Christmas Carol of Jim Carrey. Okay. Robert uh, Zemeckis, as is Polar Express, which is also on my list. We watched that last night. Okay. Family Man. Nicholas Cage. Yep. Okay. The Home Alones. Right. All three? Uh, uh, no, I don't do the third. Just two. Yep. Um, then I would do... Um, Elf. A great one. Yeah, Elf is great. Um, I would do Four Christmases. Okay. The Holiday. Okay. Um, is that the one where they switch? Yeah. Up we watched this weekend. Mostly I just like that, that countryside English cabin. Yeah. You who know does, who's in that movie who I forgot about? Oh, this is fun. We'll come back to this. Okay. Um, I'm saving my best for last, though. Okay. Um, my top ones are Love Actually. Okay. And Family Stone. Yes. Such great films. Um, I hope I didn't miss any that I love. I Probably you didn't. Okay, now I want to guess. Okay, here's what I'm going to guess. There's two. I have two fun facts about your list. Okay, Jude Law. Well, no. I Jack mean, Black. he's in it. <laughs> no. Okay. These are people. This is a person, a Kate guy Winslet. people are very familiar with. He's very famous. But maybe not in this movie. You didn't but, know. Right, yeah. Oh, I love when they do that. Yeah. Um, was he the older feller? That Kate Winslet befriends? No. Okay. Although that guy is darling. Um, is he in the British side or the American side? He's in the American side. Okay. Is he the friend that comes over and helps out Kate Winslet a lot? No. That's Jack Black, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's been a while. No. Uh, Pete Davidson. No. I bet he was like eight when that movie was Okay. Made. I give up. Who is it? John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's funny. When you see these people and they're huge and they go back and they're like bit actors. Yeah. Yeah. He had like a, um, can I ask Alexa when the movie was made? Yeah. Hey, Alexa, when was the holiday released? It's on the holiday. It was released about 15 years ago on December 8th, 2006. So I think the office had like just started. Maybe. Yeah, he was new. Yeah. So you... It seemed appropriate at the time, but now it's like he would probably... Yeah, he'd be a headliner. Yeah. Yeah, boy, did they get lucky with that. I bet they didn't pay him peanuts. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing is, um, I have never seen the Polar Express all the way through. You're forgiven. Thank you. But I w we were watching it last night, and you know, like, there's three kids... Exactly. Um, the girl who gets to take it punch believe or yeah. lead lead. Yeah. The boy who gets lead. The uh -huh. little boy who is like depend. He has like sandy colored hair. Learn. The uh -huh. the nerd or the one who's scared he won't get his present. He I think he's scared he won't. Yeah, get okay, his that present. guy. He um. I know that kid, who like gave his face to like be that part. You do not. I swear on everything. I mean, like, because they yeah. look alike, or you know for a fact he did this. No, like, um, he was he went to the daycare that Kathleen and Jacob were like working at at the wow. time. Wow. And um, 
Yeah. And he, and I mean, like his mom, I mean, I think he sort of mentioned it in passing one time, but his mom like confirmed and Woo. all of that stuff. What a cool, and you'd never seen it all the way through. No, never. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I don't either. I, I think it freaks me out. Is it like, if I'm being honest, it's like too real. The animation. Yeah. Yeah. You got to kind of accept it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it for the longest I'd ever watched last night. And I feel like by the end of where we shut it off, I kind of had like, okay, okay, okay. I see Hmm. this. Also, so Tom Hanks plays like a bunch of characters. Yeah. I do love Tom Hanks so much. It was great. Okay. Okay. Should I give mine? Yeah. Some movies you really love. I'm not sure I have 10. Okay. Just a couple. Unforgettables. Grand jury christmas movies is the thing i just googled if you do um, um if you do die hard i'm just gonna end the program i don't <laughs> i've seen die hard one time and it's not particularly important to me yeah me neither um okay uh okay so let me just start uh the most i would say the most important christmas movie to me is white christmas oh yeah did i not say that oh yeah i don't think you did judge me okay i shall um Elf is really up there for me. Yeah, good one. Um, I put White Christmas on mine, too. The Home Alones. Yeah. The Home Alones. Yeah. Um, so that's four. And, oh, we watched Holiday this weekend. I, it's so good. I love it. Yeah. So that's five. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I really like... Uh, the, this is so interesting. The Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Oh, yeah. And like sort of slash the cartoon version. I think they're both really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I the like The Rankin Bass one or the newer one? The Grinch. The Rankin Bass one. Yeah. Um, so iconic, as is Rudolph. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I should put those on there. Like You could just say the Rankin Bass one. The Rankin Bass ones. Like, also, because also there's a Frosty the Snowman one, and uh, I think those were very formative. They did all those things that you saw as a kid, right? Yeah, and then um, oh, I was just thinking of one more. Good so list. that's like six. Oh, the Peanuts. I think we watched a lot as children. So yeah, um, though that was a good one too. Yeah, you know, um, like Frosty and Rudolph and the Grinch. Yeah, and Peanuts. We didn't have access to television 24-7 when I was a kid. Right. We didn't have TiVos. Right. And so you knew when those specials were on. Yeah. And you got in front of that TV and watched with um, I vigor think... because it was a one time a year. Yeah. And the other one was Mickey's Christmas Carol we watched. Uh-huh. Oh, so I think that's why those movies are important to me. It is like we just like as a family would like kind of sit down. Yeah. And there weren't a ton of moments. Like we actually didn't watch a lot of TV yeah um we my parents kept us like very scheduled as children and um also i think i've told you this but we didn't have cable for like a really long time like i really didn't watch a lot of tv as a children as a child and so um i always want like once i became adult looking back on it i always thought like they just didn't get cable because they wanted to be able to tell people do you know like um i feel like (laughs) Uh, our friend Liz Andrezi, mm-hmm. her and her roommate Jessica, um, they didn't have a TV in their house, 
And I feel like they really loved being able to say to people like, well, oh, sorry, we don't have a TV. But they watched TV all the time on like their computers or tablets oh, or so whatever. they watched just as much. Yes. And I always felt like that's what my parents, they like to be like, oh, we don't have cable. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. to like sort of be like, look at how educated we are. Or well, look how, guess how woke we were. How? The cable wasn't even an option where we lived. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. You couldn't get cable out where we lived. <gasps> and, um, yeah. And so, uh, so TV was not like a big family thing that we did together. Um, except for like those, some of those like Christmas. Well, that would be very formative. Yeah. So like, yeah, Rudolph and, um, some of the, uh, and, uh, the Frosty and all that stuff was pretty like, um, formative at Christmas time. I just remember watching those. And then the Peanuts, I don't remember if we watched them as a family, but I feel like I watched them at school all the time. Like that's what we were always watching at school for Christmas movies or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So that's like seven. You know, so there was a, uh, a film when I was a kid that was kind of wild or kind of popular thing called Prancer. Oh, <gasps> yes. Do you remember that one? I do. My dad loves that movie. Okay. I, yes. Oh, I should say the Santa Clauses. Oh, the Santa Clauses. Were very, oh, yeah, very formative. Uh, we watched them like all the time, I feel like. Um, Which one do you like the best? I think I liked the first one the best. Yeah, when he becomes Santa Claus. Yeah. Although the second one is really good, too. Where is that the one where he gets married? No, that's the third one. And the third one is the Jack Frost with Martin Short. Yeah. Okay. What happens in the second one? Um, let me look it up. Or you think Alexa would know? I don't know. Alexa, what happens in Santa Claus Part 2? Here's something I found on the web. According to wikipedia.org, Santa Claus suddenly appears on the roof, just outside the children's bedroom window, and proceeds to enter the chimney, taking with him his bag of presents and the little hands dressed for one of the children. Did that answer your question? Um, no. No. That's okay. We don't need to know. Thanks for your feedback. Okay. Scott Calvin has been in the role of Santa for the past eight years, and his loyal elves consider him the best one ever. But the sound of the merry old soul turns upside... What does that mean? Oh, is that where the fake Santa Claus is produced? Or is that also part of part three? Oh. Turns upside down... When he's dealt a double whammy of news. Not only has his son Charlie landed on this year's naughty list. <gasps> I don't remember this at all. But Scott discovers that he must, oh, he must marry by Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. That's the one with, um, yeah. what's her name from Lost? <gasps> Juliet. Oh. Oh. That's who he marries. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I remembered that, obviously. Oh, and now, this is interesting. My phone's telling me that it's on TV soon. Okay. Like, just letting me know. Well, tune in if you care. Tuesday, that's today. No, Tuesday the 21st, so next week, uh, at 7 p.m. on FX. Okay. Well, there you have it, listener. Free uh, scheduling advice for your holiday. Well, that was a great list of movies. I think we got all the major ones. I do. I think so, too. Okay, now let's do Carol's. Ooh, that's what, hard because I love them all. Well, I love the some the most, though. Okay. 
You want to know what they are? Yeah, what are yours? Oh, Holy Night. Yes, a very good one. Silent Night. Yes, another very good one. Carol of the Bells. Hark of the Bells, yeah. Um, what are some other great... I like Hark the Heralds. Yeah. I like Joy to the World. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't know a Christmas song I don't really like. I don't like a lot of the contemporary ones. You want to hear some on my not list? Yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. All I want. You don't want. You don't like that? No. A way overdone. It's all I hear on the radio. For Christmas. There's another one. Simply having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas oh, gosh. time. So overplayed. Isn't that Paul McCartney too? Uh, I think so. What about so like you know like so and this like, is Christmas. Yeah, I do like the John Lennon one. Um, cause that's who that is, right, John Lennon? I don't like Springsteen's. Santa Claus is coming down. Okay. And these are all just because they get so overplayed on the radio. Yeah. Um, I, I I think I do prefer like hymns and choruses stuff people sing together. Oh yeah. To some of those. To some of those songs that get played on the radio. Last Christmas, I, I gave you my heart. Actually, I do love those songs. That too. song can get just chunked. The very next day, we never hear you that one. gave it away. Oh, my! here's what my co-star is telling me today. What? Trust your instincts. Oh, this is your... Um, your my horoscope app thing. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's, that's all right. You're not? You don't care? Not into it. <laughs> You're just inviting the demons right in. The demons. Yep. Giving a foothold. Okay. Okay. Um, do you got any obscure carols that you really love? Yeah, I really love this song called "In the Bleak Midwinter." You. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It just was like right there, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's a cover. It's the same melody as. Um, o Come and Come Emmanuel, but they sing Vinny Vinny. Vinny Vinny? Yeah, it's like, um, it's on the Mannheim Steamroller album. Oh, okay. So good. I don't think I've heard that. I don't really know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Vinny Vinny? Yeah. Instead of O Come, O Come. Emmanuel? Maybe it's just a different language, you know? Yeah, Vinny Vinny Emmanuel. You know what I really, oh, oh, it's like Latin or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I liked on Sunday when we sang. Angels we have heard on high? Well, yeah. But also we sang. Did we sing that to the tune of Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing? That was O Come Long Expected Savior. Jesus. Uh, oh, okay. But yes, we did. I that. liked that. Yeah. Born to set your people free. Um, I'll tell you what gets on my nerves. Okay. Is Mary, did you know? Yeah, that's not a great one either. No. That one's really gotten taken to the woodshed the last couple of years with memes. Oh, you feel like? Yeah, so? like Mary did know. Mary did know. She knew. Yeah. Don't worry about it. She knew. Um, Do you like any of like the poppy ones that are older, like um, Walk in a Winter Wonderland or Silver Bells? or? Yeah, I love all those songs. Yeah, me too. love those songs. Christmas music is just good. Yeah. I um what what a thing we got right as humans. Yeah. It's just so fun. You know what I mean? Yep. And or beautiful. Like I feel like somehow it's just yeah, it's just like a really good thing cuz it's like either very fun and I'm enjoying it 
Or it's like beautiful and reminds me of great things. Do you have any food traditions? I do. Like, well, we have a tradition for Christmas morning, like what we eat on Christmas morning. Um, and we make brunch and monkey bread in particular. Oh, yeah. Which is, in my opinion, a great tradition. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, uh, I guess suppose we each had one from our family. So my family was an open presence on Christmas Eve family. Okay. And after church, we'd come home, we'd have our hors d'oeuvres. Uh-huh. Usually, like, there was a shrimp cocktail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, cheese and crackers. Yeah. A lot of northern Wisconsin kind of things. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then Lindsay's family is a open presence Christmas morning. Okay. Eggs Benedict family. Oh. So you, you open your presents and you also don't have Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. Yeah. Um, that is... Those are both lovely traditions. Yeah, they're good ones. I do feel like we've, throughout the years, we've developed, uh, like, at some point, we have some sort of, like, uh, puff pastry, brie, cheese, and, like, cranberry sauce type thing. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes they're little hors d'oeuvre bites. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, like, my mom, throughout the years, has made, like, like, a whole thing of brie. In like a skillet oh, with yeah. like puff pastry and that's fun, cranberries. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's really good. So that those that normally makes its way around some at some point. I'm a big eggnog consumer. Eggnog. I do like the eggnog. Hey, they if you no well, sorry. Uh, do you ever go to Sloan's? What's Sloan's? Sloan's is a bar over by Harvest on Twenty Fifth. No. Or uh, okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I did a wedding reception there once. Really? Mm-hmm. That would be a fun place to have a wedding reception. But anyhow. Anyhow, they are doing like Christmassy cocktails right now. Uh-huh. And they have an eggnog cocktail. Oh, I should go try it. Well, maybe they just have eggnog, I guess, with. Yeah, a lot of people mix either brandy or whiskey in it. Yeah. But it has, but they make the whole thing, like they make the eggnog too. Wow. So, yeah. I had it a couple weeks ago. It was really good. Um. I also, I don't know that they're Christmas specific, but I always see the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey Kiss in the middle. Yeah. And I love those cookies. Or like the turtles, the turtle yeah. things. You know, it's like yeah. um, a, ro- a pretzel and then a Rolo. Yep. yep. Yeah. Those, I feel like those always come out at Christmas. I had some cousins who always made fudge. Which I was just thinking, like, oh, I haven't had fudge in a long time. Like, yeah. And it's pretty easy to make. And they also made make. these, like, spritz cookies, like um, little sugar cookies with, like, sprinkles on them. Kind of like the kind you can get at Lolita's? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just like that. Yeah, that's, that sounds so good. So that right was now. a lot of Christmassy things. I do think um, for New Year's last year, we made a like a roast that was really fun. Oh, so you spilled right on into the new year with a tradition. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know that we'll make it every year, but it was really fun. Yeah. Um, feels appropriate for New Year's, you know, sometimes sure. we end up at like a just like a Chinese food restaurant or something. Or actually, I feel like we've eaten sushi like multiple times on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's good, too. But growing up, my parents had always hosted a, a new year's eve party hmm. and then when i moved into hi- and then when i moved into high school i hosted a new year's eve party at our house for like 
years until I, we were in our mid twenties or something like that. Okay. And so we've always loved New Year's Eve. It's always been very fun. Here's a question: Do you like Christmas parties? Yeah, I like all parties. Yeah, we have one tonight. Staff does. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, I like Christmas parties. I feel like, actually, I said I like all parties. That's not true. Sometimes I have a party to go to, and I like don't necessarily want to go to it. Yeah, this year I have been a little tapped out. But, but I feel like Christmas parties, I almost always am excited for. They're fun, for yeah. sure. Because um, you're like celebrating Christmas. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Um, decoration? What's your favorite decoration? You know, I got gifted a poinsettia. Oh, they're so great. By the Hoppies. And it was very... I felt... I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah. And you can put it on your porch or you can put it in your house. Yeah, and they're versatile. Yeah. so They're a beautiful plant. I also really like garland. I think garland is really fun. I was going to say garland too. Like you have to have a tree, so it's probably a tree. But like yeah. besides that, I think garland's the thing that's most striking to me in any setting. Yeah, well, it can really change a space. And it's like just by being itself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so. yeah. I think we better wrap it up here. You think so? But golly gee, it was fun to talk about Christmas. We have a exciting program coming at you next week. It'll be a last one for the year. Yeah. Um, I may have enough to edit on the road and get it to you a little later. So Yeah, but we'll get it to you. We're gonna get it to you. Yeah. So even though we're not seasonally appropriate, Merry Christmas. Yeah. We are thankful for you, our yeah, listeners. You listeners who have made us number one on the iTunes charts. In everyone's hearts. Second year in a row. Second year in a row. Thank you, listeners, for who you are. And Merry Christmas to you. Yeah.